Remember images of millions of European carp washing up on the beaches at Middleton, usually beautiful beach area, South Australia, rendered ugly at at, uh, at very least. Um, it's been two months since those first images emerged, and the situation may surprise a lot of our listeners to know it hasn't gotten better. They're still washing up. There's still a heap of them coming out. Keith Parks is the Mayor of the Alexandrina Council and joins us on 5AA Breakfast. Uh, Mayor, good morning to you. Have good you, morning. How are you? Yeah, we're well. Have you got a sense of... I mean, when will this situation resolve itself naturally? Well, it's probably... We're still experiencing high flows in the river um, going out through the mouth, and I think we're going to continue to have those flows for uh, at least another month or so. Um, and, uh, that's, uh, and that's really the, um, why it's happening. Um, the, I know that the uh, amount of water going through the Gore Barrage has been reduced. They've closed some gates, but Twitchery is still flowing hard. All ends up going out through the mouth. But when you, um, when you walk around um, along the riverbank in, within Gore itself, where boats are moored in amongst the marinas, uh, there are heaps and heaps of juvenile carp, little little ones up near the surface. Um, never seen that before. Some people have seen it many, many, many years ago in previous flood events. Um, so it's something unusual. Um, but there's still an enormous amount of water to come down from all the areas that were flooded up in the Riverland. It's got this sort of drain back into the system and come down. That'll bring a lot of ground carp with it. Um, so unfortunately, it's... Uh, it's uh, just happening. We can't do anything about it. Um, Persa uh, have been working with us, and we've been and machinery on the beaches cleaning up the uh, dead fish, and bur- they've been burying them. The community group at Port Elliot got together last week, and they went down there with shovels and they filled a skip bin uh, full of them and took them off to make fertilizer out of them. Um, but it's just a nuisance. They stink and they're a mess. And you- but it's something that's happening. It's a that we've got no control over. Geez, Keith, is it? I'd imagine that the the the, the seawater fish, the the saltwater fish, would be having a bit of a field day with it too. Is it changing the behaviour of, of of other fish down there? I think it's knocking both types of fish around. I think the juvenile carp, uh, there's lots of those, and they're dying as soon as they hit the saltwater. Mm. But it's affecting some of. It's affecting also some younger fish of the saltwater species that aren't used to so much fresh water. So it's sort of having a double impact, I think, but it's the majority of its carp. Um, and, um, you know, we just got to um, get through the next period of time and hopefully uh, we get a storm, a decent storm event to do it good, a good high tide. Um, that would clean the beach up. We, we, we've we been down the beach a couple of times and along Goula Beach and hardly seen any at all. And then you'll go another day under the heaps. Is it hurting commercial trade in the area? Well, it's not really. I, I mean, on the on the weekend, for example, things were just as busy as normal. And when you consider we've got the fringe on at the moment, um, a lot of people going to that. It it was busy um, around Bangor and Port Elliot over the weekend. Um, probably aren't as many people going on the beach, but I, I can imagine there's a lot of people coming down to have a look, just to be inquisitive, want to see what's happening. I think I'd rather go to Port Elliot for a parsley than to see a pile of well, dead cars. The, the queue at the bakery on the weekend was sitting, it wasn't diminishing, it was huge. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a queue there, and with good That's reason, they are cracking yeah. parsleys. <laughs> good on you, Keith. Thanks for joining us. Keith Parks. All the best. The, nice talking to you. Yeah, the Mayor of Alexandrina Council. That's um, 
It's astonishing, isn't it? It's a, we got a, we've got two uh, that you you know first blush think are separate stories this morning that are linked by Mother Nature. We're going to be talking with Brad, the Victoria Hotel, about the reopening of um, the the hotel there in Manham because the floodwaters are receding. But down the other end, they're resulting in things like millions of fish washing up on on beaches at Middleton. But you think about the river system as a point we made last week that everyone sort of upriver now thinks. And not, I don't mean in South Australia, because we are still seeing harrowing stories of people who are only going back to their their shacks and on, on some places their their primary place of residence in the last week to see the full extent of the uh, of the damage. But the fact that like the Pretoria is only opening today, mm. well, it has only opened this weekend. Now we've been talking about the floods since October, and and only now, almost six months on. Is Manham finally returning to normal? But yeah, for 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 Goolwa, slash Port Elliot slash Milden, that is the very bottom of the river system. So this natural event is for them a very current thing. It shows the immensity and slowness of 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 what's happened with the river over the last six months. Just looking back, so I can go back to. Let's have a look at this one. This is November, uh, 9th of November last year. We did an interview about the the Murray then. I'm um, just having a look back through my old rundowns. This is a 6th of March today. I think this is five or six months has been a story now for every single day. There's been It's manifested in different ways. The flow rate's increased. Oh, and now it's flood-damaged properties. Now it's fish washing up at Middleton. Uh, now it's things reopening. It's just remarkable how, how much water... And how slow moving the story is, if not the the water itself. I don't might surprise you to hear this. Well, I, I don't keep my rundowns because they don't really exist. In fact, looking at today, I've got my usual one A4 sheet of paper with dots drawn on it and the word pensions up the top, which we're going to be talking about later on. I always think about it in terms of conversations, and I can remember the conversation I had with all the oldies in Manham in about October, and one of them said to me. If this is anything like 1956, the mm. water will come and it'll probably stay here until March, April. And I was thinking, surely not. That's exactly what's occurred. And and this was this was four people all aged in their 80s in Manham who had memories from their childhood of the 1956 floods and they said the water's going to come and if it's anything like what happened in 56, we'll still be partially underwater mm. in, in March. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.